you have to cheer for this guy to get away with this stuff because he's showing how bad the system is. Ah! But the truth is, it's easy to be a limousine liberal when you live in a glass tower and those people can't get into your neighborhood. So for me to run around and say, it's not fair and it's not right. You're white, therefore you're a bad person. You're, Who said you? anything about that? Oh, listen. All right, so what are we talking about here? We're supposed to be the indictment. Oh, Trump? Yes. What do you think? <laughs> I already know what I think. Um, so um, <laughs> I, I think I, I agree with some of the criticism that this is like with the weakest case. I don't think he should have been indicted for this. I think this should have been another one of his civil cases that just lingers out there. I think they probably pushed the envelope on it. I think they pushed it so far they won't even tell you what the the connecting crime is. Like they're like, oh, we don't have to let you know. Like there's, oh, you understand? There's he's there's a part of the indictment that they're not telling you, right? About I thought it was falsifying documents, right, which is a misdemeanor. But they're saying if you use that, you if you commit a misdemeanor in the furtherance of a felony. Then it becomes a felony, like, but they won't tell you really what that was. Wasn't it for taxes, though? No. But that would have been, that would have, well, state, it might be state taxes. Listen, listen. I, regardless of what it is, like, he shouldn't have been indicted. Like, this is so, to me, it, it's so politically motivated. And this guy ran on, I'm going to get Trump. Like, what are you thinking? Like, to me, that whole case gets thrown out. You know what I'm saying? Like, l- let's assume he's guilty of something. Statute of limitations is up on all of it. Let's assume you can tie it into a greater crime and maybe extend the statute of limitations. Okay. It, it, it still should be, it, it gets thrown out. It's completely politically motivated. It, 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 you know what it reminds me of? It makes me think of, of the O.J. Simpson trial. Did O.J. Simpson butcher his ex-wife and boyfriend? Yes, I believe he did. <laughs> but when you start lying on the stand just to get somebody or lying, and then you got to throw it out. Like, Thinking I'm about sorry. Furman, Mark Furman? Yeah, Mark Furman. Like, you know, he's lying about using the N-word. He's lying about not going there with the blood on him. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, You've now destroyed this case. And even though I think, did OJ do it? Yeah, absolutely. Should he be in jail for it? Yes. Well, I think but, if he did it, he, he did it more than one person. I think that's what the problem was. I don't think it was him by himself. But Well, I mean, I it doesn't that, matter. I'm saying I think he's guilty. Right. But you still have the rule of law and you're, you're tainting it by your lies. You're getting on and you're lying about things. So it's over. It's over. Does a, does a guilty man go free? Yeah, he goes free. Well, and I think that's what happens kind of with 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 Trump on this. So, um did, did he you know what, you know what it more you know what it more reminds me of? Like Bill Cosby. Okay. This is we're, we're never getting monetized. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you know Bill Cosby's conviction got overturned. Right. Right. Because the appellate court basically says, you know, you have to. Is that to, like the appellate court? Yeah. yeah. What? Appellate? You said, you said a, a, a pallet. 
<laughs> not a pallet. We didn't bring in a load of, uh, <laughs> of, of semen blocks. The appellate, the appellate <laughs> right. court basically said that you have to honor your agreement. Well, the prosecutor in that case ran on, I'll charge Bill Cosby. Right. He won and he charged Bill Cosby. And, and he actually convicted Bill Cosby. Right. And he goes to jail and he gets thrown out. Yeah, he gets thrown and, out, right. which it's I just, think is, I think it ended up being worse. I think that's worse to those women. Yeah, because now you're dragging everybody through it. Yeah, for nothing. Right. Well, I mean, in the end, he did do some time. But, you know, I, well, I know I get it. I'm, I'm saying, you know, it's, but it's, it's, you know, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, what is it? A, a, a paper, show? paper lion. You yeah, know, well, it's, it's, it's all it's, bullshit. It's yeah, all. Yeah. So. But with the, you know, with the, the Trump thing, here's the thing. You go to trial, all I got to do is get some married men on that trial. Some married men? Yeah, some married um, men. Which, what are we talking about? If, if, Who are we talking if, about, Bill? If, or? No, if Trump goes to, takes it and goes to trial, assuming it doesn't just get thrown out altogether. Let's say he actually goes to trial. All you've got to do is get some married men on that, um, in that jury, and they're going to be like, would you lie about paying somebody off to keep their mouth shut and mislabel it to hide it from your wife? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do that. Dude, he he's I, in. I, I do that. He's in liberal central. I know it's it's a tough it's tough. <laughs> but here's the problem: even the liberals, you've got them on CNN saying it's a stretch. Like, yeah. like it's way, and some of them are just saying, look, it's getting thrown out. There's just no way it doesn't get thrown out. And these are like super liberal people saying, come on, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree, but I mean, or if you, stranger, stranger things have happened. Yeah. That's, that's definitely true. So I don't, I don't know if he actually would go. I, I don't think it, he's going to take a plea. No, he probably wouldn't. Have, it, it'll take forever. It'll take, yeah, I, yeah, I sure. think, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to win anyway. I, I don't. think that he just got more people to vote for him you like I, so? I don't it didn't damage his reputation nothing damages, right, right. nothing right. damages trump's so which is absolutely amazing right. so it is amazing it, it, well here's the funny thing that man said he could shoot someone on park avenue and was, not lose a signal yeah not lose, yeah and and you say well it might depend on who he shot yeah well you lost one because <laughs> um, he'd only shoot one of his voters yeah. but anyway go ahead so but I'm saying that to, to, to me, like, if you were on the fence, you just jumped on Trump's side. You didn't say, oh, this guy's a felon. He's going to be a felon now. They, he's a convict. Nobody's going to say that. They're going to say, come on, man. What are you doing, bro? Did you, just, did you just go past the statute of limitations? Did you just indict him on a felony for what is a misdemeanor that has the statute of limitations and try and tie it into another, a larger crime that you really can't even articulate. Like what the, what are you doing, bro? Like what a waste. Like you're, you're making liberals look bad by doing this. You're talking about legal. You're talking about legal gymnastics. They do it all the time. I I, I agree. But when they, they seldomly do it against the president in the, or, or in the press. Like usually they do it so that it's behind the scenes. The press works with them. Everybody works with them. But when it's out in the light, it becomes obvious how manipulative and corrupt everything is. And it does. And that's the other thing about, about finding out that a president has done something illegal. Every president that comes in finds out the last five presidents did this illegal or that or that. What do they do? They don't do anything. Why? It tarnishes the presidency. Even if you don't like I don't like Biden. I don't like, I don't think he's a good represent, 
representative of the country. I don't think he's very presidential. I don't like his I don't like his policies. I don't like anything about him. But if you walked in the room, you would never see me be more polite to someone because he is the president of the United States. Have some fucking respect. Right. I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I agree. Even if you don't like Trump, like I would be I would be super respectful, even though he's out there. He says so, some fucked up shit. So let me. So let me say. And this. I like Trump. Let, let me say this. Let me say this as a presidential, as a as a as a as a screaming lib. So my friends in in jail. I have one friend who tells me because I go. I don't. I don't like Trump. He goes. Yeah, but you gotta respect. Like he goes. You can't. Cheer. <laughs> His gangster. Yeah. He goes. You can't <laughs> cheer. He goes. It's like cheering against yourself. He goes, like, all the things that we've done and wanted to get away with, you know what I'm saying? You have to cheer for this guy to get away with this stuff because he's showing, right, how bad the system is. Yep. You know how the system will grab us and shake us up and throw us upside down and around? Well, they can't grab him and shake him. You have to, he kept telling me, you have to appreciate. He's the one that gives me the, the ultimate respect for him because he's right. He, the system cannot get their hands on him. He's so elusive, right? That I have to, I like that because he has the balls to kind of say, I'm, I'm going to walk this line and you can't touch me. (laughs) Yeah. What about, did you hear Dave Chappelle when Dave Chappelle said he, he knew Trump was like going to win? No, I didn't. I want to say it was, he said when Trump said during the, presidential debate with hillary clinton he said the system is rigged taxes you know the tax system is rigged it's rigged i know it's rigged because i use it and and he said and so do all of her donors and my you know all all her donors use it and if you were going to change all these loopholes why haven't you done it he said i know it's rigged because he said i use it so he said he said right then he said I know this dude. Well, he's gonna win an electorate. I think that's what he said. He said that's when he knew, or that's when he said. Uh, oh no, he said he's. That's when a star was born. That's isn't that what he said when a star was born? A lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I I get it. He's an honest liar. That first debate, never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged. I know the system is rigged because I use it. I said, God damn. <laughs> And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, this man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. <laughs> if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't. Because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. Trump. <laughs> Poor Trump. Trump's old. Biden's old. Durham. No, no. But here's the thing. Trump's old. So do you think we're going to have he's a- hold? He's holding up well for a guy who's eating like two, two, three hamburgers a day from McDonald's, which is I what mean, I'm going to eat for lunch. Now, do you say are that you serious? Oh my. Like, I mean, he eats like horribly. I'll bet Biden's taking care of himself his whole life and he's just falling apart. And Trump's one of those guys that could smoke two packs a day, eat Burger King three yeah, meals a day, and he'll live to be fucking 95 years old. And you're like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, I think his narcissism is what's uh, what's keeping him going. Yeah. (laughs) So, so what do you think? What's going on? 
What do I think about, um, like I said, I think it's going to be thrown out. We were deemed criminals, right? Right. And he's one of us. He's like, I'll do whatever I have to do for me. Yeah. I, 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 I look. Which is a the, criminal, criminology kind of thought, thinking process. It is, but you know, okay. So, so, you know, antisocial disorder, right? Which yes. 99% of criminals suffer from, right? Yes. Um, what is it? Two to, is it? Two percent, two or three percent, one or two percent of society has some kind of antisocial disorder. Um, almost all criminals have one or two percent of society has yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. We think ahead. about one percent of society is on some kind of supervision, either incarcerated or on supervision. Wrong. What is it? What's the number? Okay, so the number is actually not available. What they do is they take. How do you know I'm wrong? I'm going to tell you how Okay. the number that they give you is the number of people in prison right. and on supervision. That's what I just said. They're on some kind of supervision. Give me one more second. Okay. They don't count the people in county jails. Oh, so you're saying it's, it's more than that. Oh, there's got to be a ton of people in county jail. What? Every county jail in this country is at capacity. No. Yes. No, I disagree. I think it's at more like 120, 130 because they have, because <laughs> well, you yeah. got two man cells where there's four guys <laughs> sleeping them. To yes. me, I feel that's overcapacity. Yes. They don't factor that number in at all. Because they're, they're not guilty yet. That, that probably could be part of it. Maybe that's part of it, yeah. Yeah, and, and some of them are, are, are misdemeanors, but they don't, they don't want to count the misdemeanors. They really want you to know the, because fe- misdemeanors can't go to prison. So what they do is the numbers are skewed. It's a, it's a government skewing. I read this in a, um, in a I'll, book. I'm going to think of the name of I'm it. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you talk bad about the federal government if oh, that's my, what you're going to I, do. I, I might do that. I refuse to listen to you, to you propose any type of theory that says the United States government would mislead us. Is I, that where I, you're going with this? Yes. So <laughs> This is over. <laughs> so, and, and well, that's what's funny because Florida for like um, prisoners has about, they say about 35,000 prisoners. No, okay. No, that seems, seems like way too low. It's gotta yes. be over a hundred thousand. There's over, is there over like no, 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 no. 200,000 in the federal system? He built some of the nation's largest banks out of an estimated $55 million because 50 million wasn't enough and 60 million seemed excessive. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't typically commit crimes, but when I do, it's bank fraud. Stay greedy, my friends. Support the channel. Join Matthew Cox's Patreon. So you got to figure Hillsborough County has so basically 7,000. So you take my 7,000 just in the jails? Yes. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You got to you take Miami, which has about 12 and um, like Orlando has about nine. Like if you start adding up just the major metropolises in their in their system, 
it comes up to about 50,000 people in jail, county jail. So basically we're talking about incarcerated right now in the state of Florida, a couple hundred thousand yes, roughly about in two, some capacity. Yes. And, and they want you to think, oh, it's only about 1% or 2% of the population is incarcerated. No, it's probably like six or seven. Hold on. How many people live in Florida? 21.78. So 21 million. And you're saying oh, roughly yeah. Well, we estimated. So maybe it is probably that's about 1%. Yeah, you're right. So I look, hate to be wrong like that. Edit that whole thing. <laughs> Regardless, let's say it's one or two percent, right? Okay, because if you got to you got to factor in once again, that's incarcer uh, that's people right now, and you're talking about incarceration. We're right. not talking about people on probation. Well, it's one hundred forty six thousand on probation. So you add you said one hundred forty six thousand on probation. No, what, how uh, many are incarcerated? They said eighty thousand incarcerated. Oh, okay, and one forty six. So if you include the people, if you include the people on probation, so you're about two thirty. 230,000 plus basically another 100,000 in the jails. Yeah. Okay, so that's 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 over 21 million. Well, 1% of 21 million. Yeah, it's about 1.5%. Yeah, 1.5. It's not going to be 4 or 5. It's whatever. It's right, 1 so to I'm 2. Wrong. I'm dead 1 or 2. Wrong. That I'll whole that you see how we just did that whole in it, prison that's a 3-day conversation by the way. <laughs> Here or, that's a five they, or or a fist fight. Right. So <laughs> anybody watching this who thinks to themselves that man, that was a long time to get there. Listen, bro. That was quick. That's a three or four day conversation while you're doing moves, walking by. Hey, bro, I looked that shit up and that's not true. Such and such. Yeah, but you didn't look up. You looked up incarcerated. You didn't look up how many people are actually uh, are actually on probation. Damn it. All right, I'll get back to you. Two days later. Yo, bro, my mom just sent me the thing on the such and such. And I found out that as you're walking by going, one guy's going to rec, one guy's going to the library. One guy's going back to the housing unit. One guy behind him. Like, oh, shut up. Yeah. Who gives a F? <laughs> Exactly. So anyway, regardless, yes, I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> we're talking about Trump going to jail. Yes. Yeah, we did lose our track, didn't we? Well, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, he's not going to jail. No. It's going to get dropped. Or yes. he's going to go to trial, and I think he'll probably win. Is there a chance he doesn't win? Yeah, there's a chance. Oh, but that's uh, slim. On slim. that case, slim. I right. think some of, maybe more, some of the more serious cases might be a little bit might might pose more of a problem if they get brought do you yeah. think it's going to be a repeat biden I, and trump for um, so here's, presidency i can't to me i can't imagine that biden will run again I he just, hasn't announced yet he's kind of late yeah well i mean look let, listen he's he's not holding up well like i i, I you know I, I don't see him running he stumbles a lot he and if and it's only going to get worse i mean he's you know he's a couple years away from a stroke yeah, but i don't know something. who would who would go in instead I, I mean, somebody will will somebody will come out of the woodwork and and run. You I know, right. the the problem is, you know, will it? The I think the problem is like we were talking earlier about like DeSantis and that's what it was. We were talking about Trump, DeSantis, right? And you were saying that DeSantis is like scared of Trump. Well, so oh, all right, so DeSantis is like I have a lot of respect for him because he knows how to wield power. And he knows how to play on, on selling the freedom. Got to remember, I'm a liberal, so he knows how to play on people's logic, especially Florida people, right? But I believe some people would just call that logic. <laughs> I believe that he's trying to walk too much of a line when it comes to Trump, and I think he should really set himself uh, apart. 
But I think he's afraid that Trump will be like, I think he's afraid to challenge him head to head. What I mean by that is to contradict him, to separate himself. He's using a strategy of if I play and stroke, this guy will take himself out. He's thinking Trump will take himself out and he'll be the heir apparent is what I believe. I, I I agree with what you're saying. Here's the reason I see, and it's funny because like Jess and I have this discussion where she's like, I wish he would run. You know, she's like, I wish DeSantis would run. And I was like, she's, and I'm saying, I don't think he will run against Trump because what? Go ahead. You're right. Because that's what he's waiting on. Right. Because it's my, my thought is he's thinking, look, Trump will, if I debate Trump, he'll gut me. Like Trump doesn't take prisoners. You're with him or you're against them. Like most narcissists, you're with them or, or you're against them. So, and, and he'll do, and if you're against them, then he doesn't see that there's any line he won't cross. So who knows what he'll say, what rumors he'll get started, whether it's true or not true, what he'll twist. And even if you beat him, he may ruin your chance. He may have done such damage to your reputation. You simply can't run again. For instance, I can't think of Jeb Bush right now without immediately thinking low energy. I don't know why low energy, you know, stuck in my mind so much where he, he it, you know, there are things that Trump says about people that stick with you. And then it kind of ruins that person's character for you or, or for me. Now, am I, I think that DeSantis is thinking this guy will just gut me. And then will I have enough credibility and character left to carry on and win the election? Or do I wait and see if he burns himself out? Let him run. He's got four years. DeSantis is young. He can wait four years. You know, like he can. And then somebody asked the other day, said, if Trump asked you to be a vice president, his vice president, would you? And he said, yeah, I'm more of an executive guy. Like, (laughs) I remember thinking, I remember thinking, like, vice president's not good enough for you? Like, to me, I remember thinking, I would I'll be vice president. This guy's done in four years. And let's face it, in the next four years, he can do a lot of good. And then I just ride that right wave. Well, he doesn't think Trump's going to win. Really? Does uh, You heard that? He said that? No. The reason why he wouldn't get on Trump's ticket is because he thinks he, does, he won't win. He won't win. I see. I think I think with his with him on the ticket, he would win. And uh, even if he runs and loses with Trump, let's face it. DeSantis doesn't have to put up his own money to do it. Trump runs the whole thing for him. And if he loses, so what? There have been lots of guys that were vice president on a losing ticket that turned around and ran for presidency. No, there hasn't. What are you talking about? No, there hasn't. Yeah. Who's ran on a losing ticket and became president? You want to think Gerald Ford? I don't know. What do you mean? Did he? Yeah. Didn't, didn't but he Gerald Ford didn't get elected. I think he got appointed president. Uh, he became someone's vice no, president. Are you talking about Lyndon Johnson? Did he win? Lyndon Johnson was part of Ken- Lyndon Johnson right. was Kennedy's president. No, vice he was president. vice president. He yeah. became president. Yeah, and then he. Um, so I was going to say he wasn't elected. He just became president by default. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying somebody on a losing ticket. With a president, a what, vice what, president could turn around and run, and run themselves and win. That has not happened yet. A losing Are you serious? T- yes, I'm looking into this. Yes, and okay. when I see you on the yard by Friday, <laughs> I'll know. 
Okay. Okay. We're going to look into this. Right. Somebody in the comment section, because I, somebody has to have been, have some vice president probably ran on a losing ticket and then turned around, whatever, within the next eight or 10 years and ran as president and won. That's got to have happened. No. I, well, I mean, so let's say maybe in the 1800s, maybe I don't oh, know. Oh, well, I mean, you know, I'm like 19, you know. You're saying never. I shouldn't say never. I should say. Um, is it possible? You're telling me it's not possible. I'm not aware of. Well, it is possible. It just hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> you, you're saying it's, oh, well, we don't it might know not that. Happen. Okay. Well, okay. I'm almost 95% positive, but I was wrong. Well, listen, someone's I was wrong about the percentage of people in jail. So. And that's such a tough question to ask. Google. Geraldine Fer Ferraro, um, Lloyd Benson, Dan Quayle, Jack Kemp, Joe Limberman, John Edwards, Sarah Palin, Paul Ryan, Tim Kaine, Mike Pence. Jeez. So it was Franklin D. Rosa, but I'm trying to remember who. Wow. I wonder who he ran with. So Franklin D. was the only one. That's upsetting, huh? Boy, you were almost right there. But you know what? <laughs> I, you know, you know what? Almost. You know whose ticket Franklin D. Roosevelt. You know what? Almost right means. But he's right, right huh? Oh, you know what? Almost right means. Yeah, right? I was wrong. You were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but they're right. They're absolutely right. Franklin D. He did. In fact, he was pissed. Anyway, all right. I remember kind of the history. They're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was wrong. He, right. Franklin D. Roosevelt. So he, he was president. What three? Uh, three three terms. Term. Died during the last term. Right. L listen, like it comes back to me. The person he was running with. It, it, like he told him, like you're a friggin' idiot. Yeah. He, anyway, did he run with Theodore? No. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, Theodore Roosevelt was it Ho Hoover? Dad. Did he run I, with Hoover? Uh, look, are we going to talk? I'm sorry. It's almost time to go. <laughs> um, right. What What was the other one? Oh, you don't know who Andrew Tate is. Oh, we, are we done with Trump? Oh no, you. Well, we, we, we were still we, talking about DeSantis. Okay, well, I mean, well, I, DeSantis, I well, DeSantis thinks Trump's going to lose the election. He has absolutely, he probably doesn't even like Trump. He's, I believe in my mind, I don't think DeSantis will ever be president. No. Are you yeah. serious? I'm serious. He'll I, definitely be president. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think he's, I, I think he's too confrontational, right? And he's I think aggressive. he over, he, he over, is aggressive. He over strategizes. I think he's, I'm going to say assertive over strategizes. No, I'm going to say he's not aggressive as much as just he DeSantis is assertive. Well, yeah, I'm going to tell you, can I say this in, in broad view? Some of that crap he's doing is not going to go over well later on. You mean like shipping the um, shipping people up to Martha's vineyard? I thought that was hilarious. I think that was hilarious. I think that's kind of a, a good condescending move. I won't take that from him, but um, like taking away um, Disney's because they jumped into some political debate, taking away the fact that they can't own that city and raising the taxes on the people in the city. That, I, that pissed me off. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you firing the um, district attorney of Tampa. You're just upset. Oh, I was ticked. <laughs> I was ticked. Let me, and, and Firing, firing him, right, and appointing that. Unbelievable. It's quite all right. Go ahead. Handle your business. <laughs> what are you opening? <laughs> You're supposed to take that in the bathroom. All right. And open it. <laughs> all right.
All right, so I forgot totally what I was saying. Disney, you're upset about yes, Disney was, has free reign over Orlando. They shouldn't. What public company is allowed to police themselves? It's ridiculous. They're letting diddlers go. You know, they got diddlers on staff. They're letting them go. They just fire them. They've got oh, they. they where did you? What? Come on. I, I'm going to show you the video. I'll show you the video. You can't. All right. Tons of li- listen. Tons you know of what? diddlers get let go. From from yeah they they catch them they doing don't, they stuff. Don't they don't have their own like, police. They have their own security, the, which which polices their 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 theme parks. There's no so, cops. In so Disney. does Indian reservations. I mean, Th- that's Indian reservations. You're li- we're all living on their land. Got to give them something. They can have casinos and 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 cigarettes and and reservations. I'm not so giving why my house did, up. Why did he do that though? Because why? they said you're, something. You're right. It was spite. You're, uh, was it spite? Yeah, it was spite. It was probably spiteful. How how do He's you spiteful. how do you claim to give people more freedom by making more laws? Well, I think what's happening is that there he a lot of the laws he's putting up to try and prevent woke laws. So a lot of them he's saying, "Hey, this is what's happening in the schools and they've got a whole agenda that they're pushing and we don't like that or I don't like that and I'm going to come up with a law to say they can't do that anymore." So I understand that because so that's it, pushing an agenda. It is pushing an agenda. So I'm going to push an agenda to stop an agenda. Yeah, I get that. You get that? <laughs> well, I get that when you watch these, these um, videos of teachers saying that the, that they're, you know, that they, that the, like the parents don't know what's best for their children. And it's like, and you, and, and there are these undercover videos where they're talking to a teacher who's talking about trying to kind of indoctrinize children. And there were, do you ever see the video where the guy's like, he's like, listen, the, you know, kids are most influenced during this age. So this is the best time for me to get with, get to them and convince them and, and basically indoctrinate them towards kind of a woke culture. And it's like, are you, what are you doing? Like, bro, teach these kids how to read and write. Like, it's not your job to, to teach me you know how to be you know inclusive of this or that you know trans women and trans men like that's not your job bro if it well if a child asks and this is what they'll say if a child asks about you know what is a, a homosexual then i tell them you tell them to go ask your mother don't go, go ask your mom what a homo all right so can i ask you two two questions what's the purpose of kindergarten well, it's a German word, and it means to it means to shape. No, I'm just joking. I don't know what it is. A German word, but um, I I mean I don't know. What do you mean? It's to educate. I don't know what. It's to teach kids how to get along with other kids. It's to get kids ready to for school. Kindergarten's a preparation because kids are at home, right? So and then to they have to them, yeah. So they right. have like romp, like you know, romper room. We're gonna play over here. It's playtime. Okay. We're gonna line up. Show them how to stand in line. Is in the end stuff. of this, you're gonna tell me that they should be doing drag shows in school? No. no okay. No, I must say that. Second of all, do you know the definition of the word indoctrinate? The definition of it? Yeah. Yeah. To be to to alter someone or to what is it to inc- be inclusive? To include them or to get that person to believe in something? It's to yeah. It's and you do that by controlling what they have access to. The way you indoctrinate someone is to say you can't see this, right? This is the only thing you look at. Well, I don't know about that, but anyway, what do you I mean? Was drinking that? Well, uh, um, but okay. well, what I mean, if I'm going to indoctrinate you, I'm not going to make everything that I'm not going to say. Here are your choices. Pick whatever you want. I'm going to say this is you can't have this. 
Exactly. That's in, so by saying, listen, there are certain books that can't be offered, right? When you're, when you're fighting woke, you're, you're in trying to stop indoctrination by indoctrinate. Okay, look, I don't e- even understand where that's, where that's going. Um, I'm my point is, is, if he's saying they can't look, if you can't cover this, right, I'm going to control what you're able to show our kids. I don't want you selling our kids that slave that United States is a bad country because we had slaves. I mean, I'm I'm going to shape the I, way I can understand teaching history, but telling kids that like you're white, you're white, therefore you're a bad person. You're who said you, anything about that? Oh, listen, I can. I'm going to start sending you the videos. Send me, I don't listen, send you the videos who because. Said, all right, so like the teachers that the teachers are fucking horrible, bro. They say all kinds of fucked up shit, all kinds of shit. That it's like what, like you're white, so you have privilege, so you should feel bad. So about why not having train privilege. the teachers? What are you talking about? Okay, okay, all right. So I agree. What is that? It's a, a notification of some kind. Oh, I I agree. No one should be saying you're white. You're a bad person. No one should be saying you're black. You're a bad person. No one should be saying you're Hispanic. You're a bad person. Right. I agree with that. I hear you. I'm with you. But what does that have to do with slavery? Well, what do you mean? They're not, they're not saying that there's no such thing as slavery and there never was slavery. What are they saying? I'm, I mean, I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> so what I'm saying is the philosophy is we're going to stop saying America is a racist country because we had slaves. They're saying other countries You're, had slaves. You were slaves. saying that they said that it's a, hor- it's a bad country because they had slaves. Right. But every country out there had slaves. Yes. So all countries are bad. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, some of the history of our world is, was kind of segregationist. But you can't. Uh, that's, you that's can't. Worlds. That, right. that's, all societies have been like that. Right. But you can't like limit what I know about that. My perception is born from all that I see and understand. And I get my opinion. My opinion shouldn't come from seeing only limited information, right? And forming an opinion that's based on limited information. My opinion should be formed from having all the information. Okay. What what, what information are they saying that they don't have? They're, they're not going to give books that promote slavery or the U.S. people with the opinion that the U.S. is a racist country. Let's get those books out. There are people who I, think I, that. I, I agree with that. Like okay. I, I agree that you know, like you shouldn't be going around saying that the, that the United States is completely like you know racist. Like every country is racist, and most countries. Let's face it. Like go to China, go to Japan, go to you know, shoot. You go to Europe. Go to a lot of these countries. Like they're they're extremely and open about it. There was a, yes, Muslim countries right. are extremely racist right. and prejudiced, and and um, ma, what is it? What do you call it when against women? Oh yeah, um, misogynistic, misogynistic or, or yes. yeah. So I I agree I agree with you on that. Right, but to focus, what I think is just like like young people are just completely focused on these woke ideologies that are just it's they're just outrageous. It's like what do you? doing like but, he but she Matt, him i get on linkedin and people are like you know uh john you know john thomas and then it says um you know uh he him it's like 
<laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that. Well, I, I agree. Some of that's crazy, but that's they're crazy. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. That I don't want exposure to it. It just means that that's what that person's going through. I think we should see the whole picture. I don't think you should shave down or fight woke by limiting information. I think everyone should have all the information and form their own opinion. In China, start sending you the videos. You send me the video in China. Saying to people, Matt, in China or kids in in China, they restrict. They want people to accept the government, so they absolutely restrict what they learn. If you don't know what else is going on, if you don't, oh, our, our country does that already. I mean, you, you see, like, like oh. in France, like they don't talk anything about the. There's riots in France right now. It's outrageous. The only place yeah. you get that is on TikTok. All if you look at all of these, all they're talking about is Trump. There's nothing about France. If you go to YouTube, yeah, if you go that. to, like, um, it's insane. It is. It's insane that like they're fighting over the changing the age of retirement from 62 to 65. Rioting over it. Yes. Like it's like out millions and millions of people are rioting. Yeah, it's, I, it's insane. It is. It is. And, and that's, that's indoctrination by not. So I have a question for presenting you. information. What do you think about. San Francisco wanting to give, and I probably got the amount wrong, I'm pretty sure it was four or five million dollars to every African American in San Francisco and a free house. <laughs> I think that's extreme, my opinion. <laughs> you think? Yeah. What about? I, I think it would be wasted and wilted away. What? Do you think it might break the budget and not, isn't even possible? So to even suggest it is ludicrous. Wouldn't you say that's insane for people that weren't, that, well, it, it would slaves. be it would be the same as the stimulus, the thousand dollars stimulus. It's five million dollars. I don't think that's. Yeah, I think it's insane. So I think it's excessive what, and insane. What do you think about the liberal cities that went in and said in all these places, like in L.A. and San Francisco and Chicago, "Hey, we're not going to prosecute anyone that steals less than a thousand dollars." I think I need to move there. <laughs> have you seen you've seen the people that just they just go and the flash walk. the flash raids not just that people walking and just fucking stealing shit and walking out and saying fuck you and walking out brazen because they know they won't prosecute me did you know walmart's closing half their stores in chicago half targets moving out they're moving out in droves. And you know what's happening? Now people are running around going, I can't believe that these stores are, are moving. When I went to LA and I was in downtown LA, there are stores closed everywhere. And when I asked the people at, in the hotel, they were like, yeah, well, they, they've run them out of business. And I go, who ran them out of business? And I asked two different people in the hotel and they were like, yeah, I know the only places that are up are places that can afford to have security. And even then, they're, they're starting to realize that uh, people that rob are starting to realize that the security, that they're, they were not allowed to physically stop them. So if they can call the police and the police can get there in time, they can arrest them, take them downtown, photograph them, book them, and release them. They don't prosecute them. So all you do is get a ride downtown and a photograph. So what would keep you from going other than just be good behavior? Like, Every mom and pop store in downtown LA is, is closed. The only places that are still open are like Rite Aid, you know, these types of, you know what I'm saying? Like um, these larger chains and half, and those are all moving. They're all like, yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. 
So all what about the in I forget which where it is where the 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 chicks like the mayor or something of like not Chicago. I wasn't I don't think it was Chicago, but it was like Seattle or something. Um and she was talk she ran on defunding the police. And now there's riots and they're robbing the place blind. And now she's running around going, yeah, yeah, where are the police? Where are the police? You cut a hundred million dollars out of their budget. Like it, it's like they have these, these feel good ideas. And then when they collapse, they run around like, ah, but the truth is like it's, it's, it would be, it's easy to be a limousine liberal when you live in a glass tower and those people can't get into your neighborhood. So for me to run around and say, it's not fair and it's not right and what's happening and they should do this and they should do that and they should do that and then cut this and cut that and then things go to hell doesn't really affect you because you're living behind a, a guarded gate or you have a doorman and you live in a fucking, you live in Manhattan and nobody's going to break into your house and go up to the 30th floor. And you, so it's like, I, I get it. Like I, I, there are, there are lots of liberal ideas I love. There's lots of, you know, Democrat things that Democrats want to do that I love. I love them. But I'm realistic. Like, you can't pay for them. Like, I would love free health care. My favorite video is that video. I think I even sent you the video where they, they're firing some missile. Like, they're, they're showing all these, these missile systems. And they're, like, and they're like, yeah, we're about to show the Russians why we don't have health care. You know? <laughs> like, like, I get it. It's, 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 it's true. You know? But I would love free health care. Like the idea of having to pay for health here really bothers me for some reason. Um, but, and, and, but you don't have to pay for it. What do you mean? You never had to pay for health care. You can just go to the emergency room and stop not pay. it. That's stop. You're going to get Yeah, but they're going to bill you and it'll go on your credit eventually and they'll come after it. Look, stop it. I don't want to do that. My point is, is that there's lots of things that, <laughs> that I that think becomes what you call a dilemma, right. but go ahead. <laughs> I, I would love free daycare. I would love free, you know, free healthcare, free daycare. Free, there's lots of things that I think would be great, but you know, it's like who pays well, for that? Well, ask yourself the benefit of daycare for a working mom. Free daycare. I, I think that's what I'm saying. I think it's huge. I it, think that allows her to pay taxes. All right, but listen, listen, because we'll we'll go round and round, and we're almost out of time, so we have to go uh, with our our different views on this. <laughs> listen, I I absolutely understand what you're saying. And I, I respect it, but I respectfully disagree. I think that um, if people are moving out of Chicago or closing them down or if it's capture and release, whatever. 600,000 people left California last hey, year. They're moving out in droves and it's not the poor people. It's the rich people. What's, who's going to pay the bills? Who's going to pay the bills? Anybody call for the FBI to be defunded? Why? Because you're backing them? No, I'm just asking. Does anybody call for the FBI to be defunded? No, they just say they're like the police. They just it's just a general just the police. Uh, as 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 a convict, Matt, I'm sure you don't have a high view of the police. Um, you know what's funny? Is like it's a funny how I always say like the the FBI, but the problem is I had a really, really grungy FBI agent, Candace Calderon. She was horrible. But I, I also the one that I also had uh, that Leslie Nelson was an FBI agent. She was super professional, very nice. Um, secret service, every secret service agent I ever met was very professional, but I had really just had one or two, I had two FBI agents that were on my case that were just like scumbags. Like, it's like, like I get what I did, but you're acting like I'm a terrorist. 
you're actually like I'm, I'm blowing up children and killing people and harming people. Like I, I, I took some money from banks. Like I, you know, I, I stole some identities. Like I'm not saying that some people didn't lose some money. Some people did go out and they hired attorneys, but I've never taken money from an individual. But I literally had these two. Like one agent was useless. The other one was just, she was just a vicious, vicious, angry, bitter person all around. And the other people, I was told by FBI agents that said other people in the FBI didn't like her. They were like, like literally like, what was her name? This is the one in Tampa. Candace Calderon. The one in Tampa. Yes. Oh my God. I had a run in with her. She's horrible. Yeah, she is. She's the most rudest Discuss what happened to her anyway. She, I mean, she retired. Now she teaches defense courses. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I had so I, I don't understand, but um, because that doesn't answer my question. You, you, I'm saying overall, like, look, listen, overall, I, I'm a huge believer in law enforcement. Like, I, I believe, like, listen, I want to be safe. Me too. I, I, I want law enforcement. I want decent law enforcement that isn't rude. I watch these videos. You ever see the guys with like the that video? The what do they call them? Um, auditors, uh, Constitution auditors, or yes, oh, yeah, yeah. no oh, Second yeah. Amendment auditors. Oh, those they, those are what you call uh, sovereign citizens. Well, not all of them, but yeah, yeah. They'll they'll go out and they'll they just video. They'll walk through like a public building and video, and people come out in droves. Like, oh, what are you doing here? You can't be here videoing. You're not allowed to. You're not. Yeah, I am. It's a public building. Well, no, this is private. No, it's not pub. It's public. This is public records. I'm in a public building. Oh, we're calling the police. And they call the police half, about half the time. The police show up and say, what are you doing? I'm doing this. Well, what's your name? I'm not telling you my name. Well, can you, let me see somebody. No. Half the time, the cops are like, all right, man, just don't bother anybody. Do me a favor. All right, thanks. Are and you they freaking leave. kidding oh, no. me? I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I don't know what you watch. So I'm going to. I'm gonna, Cartoons. It, look, but look. <laughs> the other half, though, the cops are jerks. They handcuff them. They pull their license. You know, but they're. They are legally allowed to videotape. Yes. I'm allowed to videotape yes. in public. And you can ask me for my driver's license but you ha- and my ID. You, you're right. You're allowed to ID me if you can articulate a crime that I'm committing. And you know what? Most of the time they do. Well, they're like, a, a valid reason, not a crime you're committing. Well, well you, know, you have to do – you have to – yeah, you, you have to the, – the law says – from these guys are saying, and they and tell, right. and they learn that the cops, the cops, they educate the cops, cops all the time. The cops are like, well, I'm doing an investigation on what uh, I'm finding out who you are. That's not a crime. Finding out who I am. You have to be able to articulate a specific crime that you're investigating. What do you think I've done? And they'll be like, well, I don't know what you've done until I've done the investigation. They're like, that's not the way that law works. <laughs> so I'm not giving you my ID. If then they go, they're like, well, you're videotaping. It's, it's suspicious suspicious is not a crime so they'll go on and on with the cop most of the time the cops get frustrated and just like knock the phone out of their hand and handcuff them and yank their shit and then of course by the time then the then the supervisor shows up and he's like uncuff him what was he doing was he doing this listen bro they're like okay they'll go to the guy and say listen mr johnson i'm sorry i apologize here's what happened he didn't know uh do you have your stuff i hope everything's okay are you good by all means you can video you can so my problem is you see so many of these cops, they're so overwhelmingly power hungry that it makes you hate them. They're few and far in between, right? But it, the, this, the problem is, do you remember Jason Weeks used to say this? It's what well, Jason Weeks used to say. 
it's the 99% that make the 1% look bad. It's it's the 99 it's the 99% of bad cops that make, that the, make one, the 1% of good, of good cops, cops look look bad. Good, look bad. Yeah. But the point is is it is it's the 1% of bad cops that make the 99% look good. Look bad. I mean look bad. Yeah, sorry, look bad. Like the, I can't tell you how many times I've watched one of those videos and seen the cop walk up and say, you know, hey, what's going on? We were called out here. Are you a uh, uh Second Amendment uh, auditor or whatever they are. First Amendment auditor. I forget which one it is. And they're like, yeah, I am. And they're like, okay, so you're just videoing. Right, right. Yeah, just video. Okay, no problem. You have every right to do that. Um, do me a favor. Don't go on their property. It's private property. I'm not going on their video on their property. I understand. I'm just letting you know. And then he goes over and they tell the woman or the man, whoever's complaining. They're like, look, he's allowed to do this. Well, he's videoing my my property. It's my like, Stop it, man. Stop. They shut him down. Like, what are you doing? Man? The guy's allowed to videotape. Just go inside. You don't want to be on videotape? Oh, okay. Go in your house. Close the windows. So what I'm saying is those, are the, it's like the same thing with the guards. There were some guards that were just there to do a job. Like, bro, just don't let me see you do this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Come on. What are you doing? Like they, then there were other job cops that went in there. They're shaking your locker down. They're flipping your bed. They're looking, I'm doing a search. And you're like, but you're fucking trashing my room for no reason. Just because you're a dick and they wouldn't let you on the police department. If you if they would pass the police exam, you'd be a cop right now hassling people. You know, what's so funny to where I was, the extreme Mm -hmm. was so wide that one cop would come. Right. And everybody would be sitting and lined up correctly. And the other cop would come and you'd walk in and they're frying um, burritos in the unit smells like a restaurant. I'm like, it smells like a fucking restaurant in here. Yeah. It's like, and he, he don't, like, he doesn't leave the office. He doesn't care. Doesn't give a damn. I go like, how extreme? You got is the guys tattooing. Yes. The tattoo you guys used to go and tell the cops, they listen, man, I'm going to be honest room. with you. <laughs> yeah. Or they'd be like, listen, man, I'll be honest with you. I tattoo. Yeah. I got somebody coming over and they go, well, when's it coming over? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, listen, the lieutenant the, comes the, by. The extremes. Yeah. <laughs> lieutenant comes by at seven. Okay. So have somebody look out, a real lookout. <laughs> Don't be doing it when the, when the lieutenant comes. It makes me look bad. Like those are the cops who are like, look, this is a stupid law. They're going to tattoo. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shake him down and just take his needles so that he goes and steals more needles and does more stuff. Like, let's just. Well, for the, for the last minute, can you hone in what you were saying? I don't know what I was saying. You're talking about defunding the FBI. I don't want to defund the FBI. Yeah, okay, I, I'm right, okay with the saying. FBI. All right, close I just out. wish they'd get rid of Candace and stuff. Well, she already retired. She's already gone. But I'm just and, saying and that. So is Lavender. So we, 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 we're okay. Yeah, I just, I, to me, I just think that, you know, if you've got a dickhead cop, then they need to get rid of them. You know what they do sometimes? They're just like, look, you retire and you can go like they'll just shift them somewhere else. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. Dickhead cops really have a lot of power. People in the comments make fun of us because they because they say we're like stuck in the 80s or 90s. And they think like they say like the 90s, like that was the turn of the century. Like that was actually because it was. It was. But but they say like the 90s and 80s, like. Like, like Matt is like watching watching these guys. It's like watching uh, two guys in the eighties or the we're 90s. old. Like, we're old people. Like they, all, you ever notice all the actors they they mention are in their fifties or sixties or dead? It's like they don't know any new actors. No, I don't. I don't know any new hip actors, and neither do they. No, what, they, they, do. they that's all they know. That's all that. Um, Samuel Jackson is still relevant. Samuel Jackson's amazing. Yes, he's still relevant. Arnold Schwarzenegger is still the Terminator. 
Is he not, people? Is he not still the Terminator in his 90s? Alec Baldwin. Isn't he going to jail soon? Or they? Yeah, yeah, for shooting somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spacek, um, Kevin Spacek. Spacey? Spacey, yes. There there is a woman, um, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah, it's a Sissy Spacek. It's Kevin, Kevin Spacey. The Blacklist. Did you ever see The Blacklist? Oh my God, yes. That's my favorite show. People used to, the only reason I ever watched it, by the way, is so many people in in the concrete. Reddington? Yeah, Reddington. In the the concrete one that I did, so many people were saying, bro, this guy's, uh, this guy is is Reddington from the, and they, they kept saying it. And I was like, like, I I must've seen it like five or 10 times. And I finally went, you know what? Let me look this up. And I looked it up and I watched like, I watched all of them, by the way, but within all, oh, I watched like 10 seasons. I watched them all. Are you serious? I even watched the ones during COVID when they, they actually made like, they, they actually did, um, they did animation because they couldn't all be together. So they had somebody animate the series or animate parts of the, of the, yeah, it's, it's horrible. So it got bad though, didn't yeah. it? Well, it, it, it? About season six and seven was ridiculous. I, I did like Reddington. My problem was that, and I, I liked the character. I liked the whole thing. My problem was That's you him. are comparing me to a, 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 just a complete sociopath that would kill anybody, but I do like him and I yeah. get it. I hear, I see it. I, but all right, so a few minutes on Blacklist, yeah. if you don't okay, mind. All go right. ahead. Love it. Because right. my favorite show. So began excellent. When he walks in the FBI, he yes. tells him he walks back, knows exactly what's coming. Oh, yes. So it it gives everybody up. Then he starts working a plot. Then, you know, she has a baby. And then they start working his wife into it. So like seasons one through four. Yeah, one through four, f- five and a half. Excellent. Then it got off track. Yeah. When when she's like when he became broke, like the season that he's in prison fighting his case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I stopped after season seven. There's three other ones. Did it get better? Did you did it because it's over now? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it, what happened was it became more and more just repetitive, repetitive. repetitive. It's the same stuff. Really? Yeah, I don't think I mean, you got any. Th- there was there was always a side story going on with the what 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 did happen? Did ultimately because when when the 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 did you ultimately find out that she was or wasn't his daughter? Like, yeah, that was driving me nuts. Yeah, because there, there were times I was like, oh, definitely. There was like, eh, then they, they brought she? they brought the mom in it. Yes, yeah, I saw those. I saw those. You know, the mom they, was when, treacherous. I, I was I was upset when they killed her husband. Yeah, when he they was finally a good character. Him. He was yeah. a good character. Yes, he was. Um, the new boyfriend is garbage. <laughs> I don't remember the new boyfriend. Um, for, I, I, maybe I didn't see that season. Maybe I went all the way up and I, I maybe I didn't see it. Cause I don't remember exactly how it was. You know, I loved, um, oh gosh, what was his buddy's name? Um, the black guy. Yes. Oh God. He was, Did he like, finish? Tub- Did he finish all of Tubay or Tuba yeah. or, or whatever his name was. Dembe. 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 I always <laughs> love the one where <laughs> Dembe is sitting there and he's like, I guess, Reddington had caught up with a guy that had basically like harmed Dembe. Yes, I know exactly saying, what you're going to say. Yeah. He's sitting there going, telling the guy, he's like, and he goes, Reddington. Yeah. You don't, I'll do the line. I go, Reddington, you don't have to do this. Yeah. He says this, that's the difference between men like you or men like him, him and, and men, men like, like you. No, men like us. Men like us. And then he boom, yeah. shoots the guy. 
Yeah. Oh, he he has so many classic. There's so many kills that I'm just like, yes. <laughs> if you go online, there's there are total videos with nothing but Reddington quotes with music in the background. They're great. Oh, I got to see that. He said, drive Jess crazy. We'd oh, be I, driving. I, I, I love and his stories. <laughs> yeah. You know, what he reminds me of, and this is way back in the seventies. Is do you know what we're talking about? What? Oh God. The blacklist. The show he the blacklist? No, forget it. It's just, yeah. it's, he's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. I can't talk to him. Listen, I, I told, I quoted someone the other day. I go, she, the girl, girl goes, I knew you were going to call. I go, Oh, just like Miss Cleo. <laughs> I go, you don't know who that is, do you? Now I'm like, damn. <laughs> that was the nineties. <laughs> Listen, I have so many things I'll say to, to Jess, and she just I she gets that look. She tries not to say anything, and I'm just like, uh, you don't know who you don't is. know what that is, dude. <laughs> and she's like, um, I don't may, maybe what is it? And I'll start to tell her, she'll go, I think I've seen one. Yeah. Yeah. I I I and it's like, stop it. Stop. You're making it worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What the hell happened to us? All these old dated. Now there's so many shows. It's it's even hard to to, to come up with one. But he reminds me of um of the Gilligan's Island. Thurston Howell the third. That's who I think. What's his oh, name yeah. anyway? Spader. Kevin. No. No. Who? Spader. It's Sp James Spader. James. Oh yeah. Raymond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Raymond Red uh, James. Is it James Spader? Yes. Spader? That's. But that's. Well, this is horrible because people. <laughs> what I hate is I don't mind being wrong. What I hate is when people hammer me. In the, oh. you know, I could look it up. Listen, I could look it up. I'm not going to. It's, it's James, James Reddington, whatever. James, James Spader, uh, Raymond Reddington. But that that is exactly like if his first movie is called Tough Turf, and and, and that's the same character from Tough Turf when he was like 20 years old that he's playing right now. He's he's a method actor. He he's like the the um what's the guy's name that plays with Jennifer Aniston in the breakup. Oh God! Are you talking about Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn. Oh. Vince Vaughn is a method actor. He's Dude, Vince he, Vaughn. He, he plays Vince. the same. Right. I hate actors that is that is the same character in every. Oh, okay, movie. James Spader. Yeah, is that what you I, said? Yeah, he's James Spader is the same character in every movie. Vince Vaughn is the same character. He, he doesn't change. Pretty in Pink. Yes, James Spader is in Pretty in Pink. Yes, you know who he plays in in there? He plays Reddington. Yes. He is exactly the same yes. character. Yes. He's the same. He's one he's of those. He's not really an actor. He's just playing himself. Yes. He's probably exactly like that in real person, in real, yes. real life. Yes. He just shows up it's, it, and, and becomes, he's not really an actor. But if, if you were to go, like, if you watch the movie Heat, okay? Yes. And then you watch the movie, and Heat is with um, De Niro, right? Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Um, Piscopo. No, he not Joe Piscopo. Joe, no, no. Um, what's his name? The other detective. He's not going to know. Oh. Anyway, it's not other detective. You know, there's the detective, which is um, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. That's and then you've got um, uh, De Niro, uh, Robert De Niro. So right. De Niro, if you watch De Niro in Heat, and then you go and watch the movie. Um, a Bronx, a Bronx Tale. No, not even. Let's, I'm talking about something like literally like something like The Intern. Yes, he. You cannot picture. Or, the, or what is it? One with he's grandpa, really, dirty grandpa. Right. He's two completely different, different people. people. I mean, it's it's absolutely insane that this is the same person. So, I, I, but Al, Al Pacino's almost his. 
He he moves, but it's not much. No, he, you're right. No, Robert De Niro or or Denzel Denzel Washington is another one that's over here and over here. You know here. Who, who else is like that? Um, Which one? Um, very very broad, no, extremely. I mean, just a, a, a huge. He could he's super versatile. Which is um oh gosh, he played in. Come on, Matt. He's a black guy. He was in in the in the movie. Um, he was in uh, Any Given Sunday. He plays the lead. Oh, Jamie, Jamie Curtis. Jamie, not Jamie Curtis. Jamie that's Curtis. the female. Jamie Lee Curtis. No, it's uh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. You look at him in that role, and then you look at him in the role where he plays the taxi driver. Oh yeah, with um Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. What like, about Tom? What do you think? He, you think he's abroad? I mean, he basically gets all the same. I don't know that the characters are that different. He doesn't play different characters. He always plays a lead guy that's super cool and kind of tough. So, you know, it's always kind of him. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're, 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 like he like does a little the, bit. A little not bit. De Niro in Dirty Grandpa. And I don't know Dirty I don't know. Not he dirty wasn't in Grandpa. Dirty what, is it, what is it called? The Grandpa movie? I'm saying like the, uh, uh, Meet the Falkers or something. Like, he could play, yes. he could be a comedian, a, a goofy kind of comedian. He can be a helpless old man like he was. A gangster. Yeah, or he can be a straight thug gangster that is dangerous. Yes. Like the guy that he plays in The Intern is not a dangerous person. I'm, I, I know I understand you're not, you know, I don't know if you've seen that one or yes, not. Like, he's just this, he's an old guy and he's kind of fragile and, but he's a nice guy. He's a smart guy, but that's it. Like he's not dangerous. The guy he plays in Heat is the kind of guy that he just look, gives you a look and you think this guy's going to come to my house tonight. Well, what about, me. have you seen Casino? Of course. Like Casino, I, I no Casino. He was more of a whip. No, no. I was gonna say Casino was horrible. You're thinking like Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yes. Goodfellas and Casino, two totally different people. Like the, the guy in Casino, he's not gonna do nothing. No. He's not gonna harm you. He's not gonna. He's not gonna touch you physically. He's not a physically a uh, violent person. Casino. I mean, uh, but Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. He'll kill you and your whole family. Um. Or what about um? Um. He played in um. What, Untouchables. No. A taxi driver. He played. No, the, the movie. He he plays Al Capone. You're nothing but a lot of talking about. Yeah, yeah, he talks. You're nothing but a lot of talking about. Scarface. Yeah, that's not Scarface. Oh, no, the Untouchables. Untouchables. You're yeah. right. Yeah, I was. You know my favorite. Kevin movie, Costner. My favorite line in that movie. Which one? Untouchables. Untouchables is when he's got the guy, the hitman, on the roof, and the guy says, "You should have heard your 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 friend squealing like a pig." And yeah. he goes, "What?" And he grabs him, throws <laughs> him off the roof, and said, "These guys going ah!" And he goes, "Sound anything like that?" It's <laughs> <laughs> such a great line. I know. My mine is the one I just quoted. Nothing but a lot of talking a badge. Oh, because because he's like, "Never give up." They're they're trying to fight when the judge he tells the judge that his name is on the bribe list. Oh, so yeah. the judge says, I want you to take that. I want you to go in the other swap courtroom them. and swap the jury because because he, he's all relaxed and chill. And he goes, I'm swapping the jury. And he goes, hey, hey, what are you doing? Don't stop him. Stop him. Yeah, yeah. He's he able to stop out. him. And then they're all the courtroom gets crazy. And he's trying to he goes, what are you saying? What, 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 what are you saying? Um, the uh, Al Capone is trying to hear what Elliot Ness is saying. So they're getting close. And he goes, never give up. Never give up. He goes, ah, right, get out of here. There's been a lot of talking a badge. <laughs> <laughs> I love um you know I was gonna say one of my the favorite quotes is uh uh from the Joker where he says Which Joker Joker No no um uh Batman? Dark Dark Knight where he says uh he says uh plan look at me do I look like a guy with a plan? He said I'm just a I'm just a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught one. Yes. I love that. 
So which since we're covering. All right. Does that Joker have more lines or did Jack Nicholson have more lines? Oh, no. The Joker and and Dark Knight had way more lines. Right. Don't you think? Then Jack. I mean, I mean, more classic lines. Jack Nicholson, when he played the Joker, the original Batman played like the it was like a comic book version of. I mean, not that Jack Nicholson's another one. He always plays Jack Nicholson. What was that character? The purple. Oh, I know who you're talking about now that he's a big guy with his always other jaw. He's a yes. big tough guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he, can't, he can't play anybody but him. No, he, <laughs> but he doesn't need to play anybody no. but him. He's hilarious. He, he dated Elaine in Seinfeld. See, this is another one. I, I, I'll I make Jess, like, I made J- I, Jess watch um, Rockford Files. Oh, my. James Gardner? <laughs> God. What? She couldn't we, stand it. No, she she's like, no, it's okay, it's okay. She doesn't mind. She's but it is kind of repetitive. Oh my like, God. That, listen, as a kid, I thought that was like I didn't I didn't understand what was probably going watched, on. We probably watched 10 of them so far. I know. I, I didn't understand what was going on. Like I, I used to watch Rockford Files every week because James Garner would kick butt. He's cracking himself up over there. We got He's we got another one. What is it? What is it now? I, I didn't know that, that Patrick played Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story. He was yeah. Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> yeah. And he looks like I thought that was um No, Tom Hanks plays the Woody. No, but I thought that was um the guy that plays um the TV show, um Tim Allen. I thought that was Tim Allen was um Buzz Lightyear. It might I think you're right. I think I it thought was. Tim Allen was Buzz Buzz Light the first Buzz Lightyear at least. Yeah. Well, Tim Allen's still. I think he's like the newer one. Oh, he he looks. Oh, he's the Buzz Lightyear in the movie. Oh, the movie did horrible, I heard. Right? Didn't it do horrible? Using forgeries and bogus identities, Matthew B. Cox, one of the most ingenious con men in history, built America's biggest banks out of millions. Despite numerous encounters with bank security, state, and federal authorities, Cox narrowly, and quite luckily, avoided capture for years. Eventually, he topped the U.S. Secret Service's most wanted list and led the U.S. Marshals, FBI, and Secret Service on a three-year chase while jet-setting around the world with his attractive female accomplices. Cox has been declared one of the most prolific mortgage fraud con artists of all time by CNBC's American Greed. Bloomberg Businessweek called him the mortgage industry's worst nightmare, while Dateline NBC described Cox as a gifted forger and silver-tongued liar. Playboy magazine proclaimed his scam was real estate fraud, and he was the best. Shark in the Housing Pool is Cox's exhilarating first-person account of his stranger-than-fiction story, available now on Amazon and Audible. Bent is the story of John J. Boziak's phenomenal life of crime. Inked from head to toe, with an addiction to strippers and fast Cadillacs, Boziak was not your typical computer geek. He was, however, one of the most cunning scammers, counterfeiters, identity thieves, and escape artists alive, and a major thorn in the side of the U.S. Secret Service as they fought a war on cybercrime. With a savant-like ability to circumvent banking security and stay one step ahead of law enforcement, Boziak made millions of dollars in the international cyber underworld with the help of the Chinese and the Russians. 
Then, leaving nothing but a John Doe warrant and a cleaned-out bank account in his wake, he vanished. Boziak's stranger-than-fiction tale of ingenious scams and impossible escapes, of brazen run-ins with the law and secret desires to straighten out and settle down, makes his story a true crime con game that will keep you guessing. Bent. How a homeless teen became one of the cybercrime industry's most prolific counterfeiters. Available now on Amazon and Audible. Buried by the U.S. government and ignored by the national media, this is the story they don't want you to know. When Frank Amadeo met with President George W. Bush at the White House to discuss NATO operations in Afghanistan, no one knew that he'd already embezzled nearly $200 million from the federal government, money he intended to use to bankroll his plan to take over the world. From Amadeo's global headquarters in the shadow of Florida's Disney World, with a nearly inexhaustible supply of the Internal Revenue Services Fund, Amadeo acquired multiple businesses, amassing a mega conglomerate. Driven by his delusions of world conquest, he negotiated the purchase of a squadron of American fighter jets and the controlling interest in a former Soviet ICBM factory. He began working to build the largest private militia on the planet, over one million Africans strong. Simultaneously, Amadeo hired an international black ops force to orchestrate a coup in the Congo while plotting to take over several small Eastern European countries. The most disturbing part of it all is, had the US government not thwarted his plans, he might have just pulled it off. It's insanity. The bizarre, true story of a bipolar megalomaniac's insane plan for total world domination. Available now on Amazon and Audible. Pierre Rossini, in the 1990s, was a 20-something-year-old Los Angeles-based drug trafficker of ecstasy and ice. He and his associates drove luxury European supercars, lived in Beverly Hills penthouses, and dated Playboy models while dodging federal indictments. Then, two FBI officers with the Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Task Force entered the picture. Dirty agents willing to fix cases and identify informants. Suddenly, two of Rossini's associates, confidential informants, working with federal law enforcement, were murdered. Everyone pointed to Rossini. As his co-defendants prepared for trial, U.S. Attorney Robert Mueller sat down to debrief Rossini at Leavenworth Penitentiary, and another story emerged. A tale of FBI corruption and complicity in murder. You see, Pierre Rossini knew something that no one else knew. The truth. And Robert Mueller and the federal government have been covering it up to this very day. Devil Exposed, a twisted tale of drug trafficking, corruption, and murder in the City of Angels. Available on Amazon and Audible. Bailout is a psychological true crime thriller that pits a narcissistic conman against an egotistical pathological liar. Marcus Shrinker, the money manager who attempted to fake his own death during the 2008 financial crisis, is about to be released from prison, and he's ready to talk. He's ready to tell you the story no one's heard. Shrinker sits down with true crime writer Matthew B. Cox, a fellow inmate serving time for bank fraud. Shrinker lays out the details. The disgruntled clients who persecuted him for unanticipated market losses, the affair that ruined his marriage, 
and the treachery of his scorned wife, the woman who framed him for securities fraud, leaving him no choice but to make a bogus distress call and plunge from his multi-million dollar private aircraft in the dead of night. The $11.1 million in life insurance, the missing $1.5 million in gold. The fact is, Shrinker wants you to think he's innocent. The problem is, Cox knows Shrinker's a pathological liar and his story's a fabrication. As Cox subtly coaxes, cajoles, and yes, cons Shrinker into revealing his deceptions, his stranger-than-fiction life of lies slowly unravels. This is the story Shrinker didn't want you to know. Bailout, The Life and Lies of Marcus Shrinker. Available now on Barnes & Noble, Etsy, and Audible. Matthew B. Cox is a con man, incarcerated in the Federal Bureau of Prisons for a variety of bank fraud-related scams. Despite not having a drug problem, Cox inexplicably ends up in the prison's residential drug abuse program, known as RDAP. A drug program in name only, RDAP is an invasive behavior modification therapy specifically designed to correct the cognitive thinking errors associated with criminal behavior. The program is a non-fiction dark comedy which chronicles Cox's side-splitting journey. This first-person account is a fascinating glimpse at the survivor-like atmosphere inside of the government-sponsored rehabilitation unit. While navigating the treachery of his backstabbing peers, Cox simultaneously manipulates prison policies and the bumbling staff every step of the way. The Program How a Con Man Survived the Federal Bureau of Prisons' Cult of RDAP Available now on Amazon and Audible. If you saw anything you like, links to all the books are in the description box.